You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Podcast Thursday, they call it here on the fan. Rudy, what's up, Al Dukes? Oh, hi, Jerry. I have a number of things here I'd like to uh, discuss with you. First things first, that you're a bit of a do-it-yourself home repair guy. <laughs> no, I'm, I try, but I'm not. <laughs> the, the the place that I'm moving into, the people had a uh, had a TV mount on the wall. Okay, I'm not a TV mount guy. I like to. I don't know. I just don't trust TV mounts. I don't. I don't ever think they're going to hold anything. I like a TV stand. All right. So I removed the mount, and of course, it has now four gigantic holes in the wall. I'm sure it does. You got to spackle that up. Where do I get spackle? Are you serious? Well, like if I go to Home Depot. Yeah. Do I got to mix that myself, or it comes like no? You open it up. You open it up as long as you got the spackling knife. You open it up and you spackle away. How big are the uh, the gashes in the wall? Like, do you need spackle tape too, or or I don't know. No, they're like uh, nickel size uh, holes. Mm, Yeah, you should be okay with that. Yeah, Yeah. you need a knife. You need a spackle knife, and you need spackle. I have a spackle knife, Jerry. All right. So you I just, just didn't go know if it. I they, had to mix my own spackle. They, no. They even have it. It's idiot-proof. You can buy pink spackle, and you know it's dry when it turns white. <laughs> that is idiot-proof. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And then you sand it down at that point and make it as even as you can. See, that part I'm, I don't, I'm not into, sanding down. Like It takes on. literally two seconds. Yeah, but then, you're gonna, then you just got to sweep up the sanding, the vacuum the sanding. There's you're gonna dust vacuum everywhere. That, you're not going to vacuum that place every day? Of course you are. I'm not a big vacuum guy, believe it or not. <laughs> okay. I'm really not. All right. I mean, I, I just think you're moving into a new place. I would think you would vacuum it and clean it. And you're it. right. I'm going to have dog hair now. I'm going to have yes, to start you are. vacuuming. You are going to have to vacuum. Otherwise, you're going to have hair all over your clothes, your bed, right. the couch, just from it being on your clothes, transferred to the couch. It's going to be a mess. Good point, Jerry. Good point. I will tell you, I am jealous. Yeah. I am. There's a bit of jealousy is not a good word because oh. I'm not jealous of anything. Right. Um, but I'm very intrigued by your move for these mm-hmm. three, four months out of the year. I think it's awesome. I yeah. really do. It's good I don't timing. know. If, I don't know if you'll be not as excited in December when it's gray, cold, and windy down there. 
um, and freezing. But, boy, I'll tell you, April, May, June, July, August, September, even October, I think you're just going to love it down there. Yes, I hope so. I do like it down here in the winter, uh, you know, over the years uh, at Gina's house and stuff. I especially after the summer because it gets very crowded in the summer and then the winter everything will kind of opens up and there's not as many people down there peaceful which is peaceful jerry uh alert podcast listener gina uh sent this to me jerry my gina uh <laughs> a, a story that was on fox news about a gym in belmore new jersey okay not, not belmar that's down south by philly i believe okay yeah b-e-l-l M-A-W-R, something okay. weird. Yeah, I think that's in South Jersey. There's a guy there who owns a gym called Attilus Gym in Belmore. He is opening on Monday, even though he's not supposed to. Mm. He is has some interesting arguments. One, he says he's not a public gym because you have to have a membership to get in. So okay. it's not it's not like the public can't just walk in and use the gym. That's true. So he feels like he's got some sort of loophole there. He's mm. also looking to kind of challenge this, why some businesses are open and some businesses are not allowed to be open. I just wish for his sake he didn't make this so public. Yeah, that's what they, uh, I believe he was on Tucker Carlson, the clip was. Uh, that's what uh, Tucker Carlson was saying. Like, well, now you're kind of, going on national television defying the governor, he's kind of has to do something to you. Right, as opposed to just quietly doing your business. And the local police come, you give them the loophole and say, if you want to get your attorneys, go ahead. But my attorneys say I can do this. Yeah. And then it goes to the next level. And you know what? It could go on and on and on. Meantime, you're up and running. Yeah. I am sort of interested in to see what how this pans out for this fella. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to pan out good. I got to be honest. I, I understand the argument. I don't know that that's going to ha- if that's going to hold up though. But I was curious, though, like, what could they do? They, can they right? Are the police going to arrest him for opening his business? That no, they, seems insane. They arrested the salon owner in Michigan last week. They did. Yeah, they put her in jail for three hours or whatever. She paid a fifty dollar fine and said, "Don't open. You're not allowed." But if all the businesses open, they can't put everybody in jail. That would be that'd that be would a, be something. That'd be a crowded jail. That would be something. Yes. All right. So I'm going to keep an eye out on that for Monday, Jerry. It is That's amazing at how Monday. I just got a text. I could send it to you if you want, but I just got a text. A friend of mine's father just passed away from it. Um, oh. Completely out of nowhere. Got it, and I guess in five days just passed away. Got coronavirus. And, yeah, and had no. You know, wasn't sick, had no underlying conditions, no issues, and just it just took him in five mm. days. It's you know, and again, he's in that demographic. I get it. You know, he's sixty-eight, but yeah, damn man, sixty-eight is not old anymore to me. It's just right. not. Yeah, I think so. you got to be in your late seventies to be considured older. Eighty, very old. Yeah, a hundred, I'm good with. Hundred, <laughs> extremely old. So yeah, it is. It's uh, the thing I've said a million times. So puzzled by this, I really mm. am. Anyway, go ahead. I got a uh, Twitter uh, email from Vincent T, who's written to us before, Jerry. He's uh, looking for advice, and it's a little lengthy, but let me try to skim it and read it at the same time to you. I did read this before. Okay. Um, He says he wants to know if we can discuss this. There has been, for about a year now, a homeless man lives in his car about one house down the street from where I live. I am pretty sure he is related in some way to one of my neighbors as I see them interact, but he's always in his car. 
Uh, this is in Middletown. I've called the Middletown police multiple times and left many anonymous complaints and even s- have seen them drive by. They check his license and they drive away. Apparently, since he has a valid driver's license and isn't parked illegally, he isn't doing anything wrong and would and would have to catch him sleeping in the act. I even told the police I'm concerned about where he's going to the bathroom. And at the time I was working in the city in pregnant wife home, he was nervous that, you know, there's a homeless guy uh, looking for places to go to the bathroom in his neighborhood. My brother-in-law recommended doing things the old-fashioned way with ski masks and knocking on his truck window, but I feel like he would know it was me since I conspicuously make sure he sees me notice him. Also, neighbors claim to not care for this, but they don't act. Asking you and Jerry, what should I do? Call the cops. Well, that's what he says. He's called the cops, and evidently nothing can be done. Oh, he said that already? Since the guy is has a driver's license. He's in his car, which is not parked illegally. And remind me, this is in front of his house? Yeah, a neighbor, next-door neighbor's house. I mean, the only thing, the only thing you can do is monitor it. you got to put cameras up, direct it at the car now. There's nothing the you can do about it. I mean, unless you're going to go take physical harm to him. And if you do that, you're going to end up in jail. Right. Um, I would have cameras on the car. There's if that. What else are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, that's it. Cameras on the car at all times. I mean, these these Nest cameras are amazing. You know, they have great visuals. And at least you can see what's going on. Mine goes off anytime there's motion or movement around the home. And it's tremendous. It really is. And I would have to I would have to add a camera if that was the case. That would bother me. Yeah. I'm with you there. I love a good camera. I have a camera in here and I'm in, I'm in an apartment. <laughs> because they have keys to my apartment. I want to know if they come in here. Now will you all right, let me ask you yeah. that. Will no one will have keys to your condo. Will you keep that running in the new condo now? I will keep that running in the new condo. That way I could see what this dog is up to when I'm not oh, there. Oh, that's right. If it's motion activated, that thing's gonna be going off nonstop. Yeah, I won't make. I probably won't make it motion activated. I'll probably just eavesdrop in on him every once in a while. So it'll just be on. It'll just be on. Got it. When I'm not there. Well, that's gonna be fun when you, the day you go back to work and you look up and the dog realizes he's by himself. Yeah. And then whimsy, right? Is that the name? Whimsy, yeah. And then whimsy decides he's gonna have out one of your couch pillows and just tear it apart, and you're sitting at work. If Whimsy is listening to this, do not eat one of my couch pillows. How about when Whimsy realizes how he can open up the freezer and he starts wrecking your chicken? <laughs> do not eat my raw chicken either. Uh, too funny. Hey, when do you get him? Uh, well, to her. I pick her up tomorrow. Sorry. Tomorrow. Very yeah. cool. It's That's very a nice exciting, way to start Jerry. your weekend. Yes. Very I do cool. have to. Um, I think you have to, so that they don't do that when you go out, you have to do some trial runs where where I leave for a little bit, come back, leave for a little bit, come back. Okay. Like you got to you got to ease them into you leaving the house. That makes sense. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. So I'm going to test that out. And I met my uh my new neighbors uh this week and uh one of them has a uh, a dog. It's a boxer. Okay. It's one of these all white boxers with bloodshot eyes. Wow. He looks like trouble, but very sweet. So you got to get to know people. Yeah, that's why it's fun. I had a I had a nice solid disagreement with somebody um, on I guess it was on Sunday. I guess it was Sunday about opinions. And my point, you know, they, 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 we were talking about not only the business, but we were just talking about in life. 
like everybody's got an opinion on whether it's the coronavirus. Should schools open? Should schools not open? Um, sports, athletes, entertainers, you know, whatever. And, you know, we were sitting talking about it, and we kind of got into it. He says, well, you know, I, I can say whatever I want to say. It's my opinion. I said, that's fine. I said, but your opinion, because he touched on one subject that kind of hit home, that he, I'm listening to him, and it, he couldn't have been more wrong, like factually, about what he was saying. And I said, your opinion is nothing because you don't know what like you don't know what you're talking about. There's no there's no basis of fact to form your opinion. And he said, well, it's my opinion. It doesn't matter. Well, that's like what's wrong with this world. And you're talking about how you know the dogs. Sometimes we we're not educated on certain dogs. We look at them and we think they're just like killers. Yeah, and they could be the sweetest little things. It's I don't know. That's where everybody's so goddamn judgmental. And yeah, this. Some, Oh, terrible! This dog looks like a um, like a alcoholic grandfather. Like he's just <laughs> white, bloodshot eyes. Looking and I'll at bet you he's like, not. I bet he's not boozing it up either. No, he's looking. He looks at you when I come in and out of the door. It looks at me like, who the hell are you? But <laughs> he does. But then I reach my hand in there. Very wanted to lick my hand. Yeah, drunks. It was like you're uh, the the drunk uh, dog uncle. <laughs> yeah. He's just looking for love, Jerry. In all the wrong places. In all the wrong places. Uh, good news. It sounds like Boomer's getting us all Pelotons. That I hope so. became very exciting news today. I hope so. That would be really cool. I would use that in a heartbeat. See, I, w- I wouldn't spend the money on it, I don't think. Me neither. Because there's cheap. so many different outlets, and I have different things I do like to do. But if I had one, I would yeah. use that in a blink. But you're going to have to become one of those people now, Jerry, that only talks about their Peloton. No, not necessarily, because I would not become a – I have found, and we've talked about this before, I have found that I get bored doing the same workout routine. Yeah. I would like to add that to the routine that I've – you know, where I kind of do an insanity once a week. I like to walk once a week. Once a week I make sure I play basketball with the boys for a couple of hours. I'd like to do the Peloton like two days a week to where every day there's something active for a solid hour or two. Right. And then this way you don't really get bored of any one thing, and every day it's different. I agree. I'm bored with running already. Yeah, I, it, right? So you've never – it's never clicked in for you yet, the the adrenaline and the addiction, like some right. people say it does. It, yeah, it never did that. for me either. Yeah. So it's, it's hard. It's, it's actually very difficult. For Mark, I know our boss, I mean, if he doesn't run, he feels like someone punched him in the gut. Yeah. I don't run. I'm like, thank God I didn't run today. Yeah, my goodness. Thank right. goodness. I know. But it's you know, different strokes for different people, so it's fine. Different strokes for different folks. I, I know. I didn't want to be. I didn't want to You want to be a, uh, a cliche. Total cliche, so I broke the cliche. Okay. Right. Uh, also, um, I play the ukulele now in between commercial breaks. Yeah, I know. That sounds so sad. And I think I'm actually getting pretty good at it. Well, it's only I'm not ready strings, to perf- right? It's four. Four. I'm not ready to perform in front of people yet, but... I will say I'm getting better at it. I hope so. Because you only have to learn a few chords. Like I, I know, I know four chords, and you could play a whole bunch of songs with just the can four you, chords. Can you do Guns N' Roses? <laughs> I haven't tried Guns N' Roses yet, but I've got like Rolling Stones, some Bruce Springsteen. How about the Chili Peppers? They got a lot of good riffs. Uh, I haven't tried the Chili Peppers, but they yeah. do have a lot of good riffs. They do. Like that to me, like Under the Bridge, right from There You Go. Yeah, that sounds complicated. You think so? Yeah, that sounds like a lot of plucking. I'm not a big plucker. I'm a chord strummer. I'm like a rhythm guitarist to Jerry, but with the ukulele. 
You like to strum. You don't like not to a, pluck. Yeah, I'm not a lead. I'm not a lead. I'm not a lead guitarist where you go. You want to just hide in I'm the background. The yeah, yeah. And not screw it up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the type of guitarist like how the lead singer is the guitarist. You see him just strumming the guitar, and then sometimes he stops, and you hear no difference in the song. <laughs> yes. Not I, I wonder liked. if they're actually playing. Yes, me too. I forget what there was one concert. I tell you, when I play ping pong with Joseph, almost night, almost every night, yeah, we do these different concerts. I forget there was one with a female lead singer. Might have been, wasn't no doubt. Ah, God darn it, I can't think of which one it was. And I would swear she wasn't playing the guitar. Yeah, and it was kind of like you said because she would just stop and she just starts singing. It's like, well, it, nothing changed. Yeah, like what's the point? I think it's like a security blanket out there for some people, for some. Yeah, singers. maybe. Yeah, maybe. That makes sense. All right, so uh, well, let's we'll run down what we did here so far, Jerry. We did, uh, I got to get um, something for the holes in my wall. You called it uh, plaster? Is that what you spackle. said? Spackle. Spackle. Uh, spackle of walls. There's a uh, gym in New Jersey reopening uh, Monday, even though the governor is telling him not to. Uh, I'm getting good at the ukulele. We're getting Pelotons. And there's a homeless man living in a car by one of our listeners. There you go. He's got to get himself uh, surveillance. All right. There it is. And That's th- a podcast. And there's a podcast. Jerry, tomorrow I think I'll be broadcasting from my new home. Good luck with that. I hope that goes well. Because I got away from my furniture delivery, and they gave me a, the window of 9 a.m. to noon. So you're sleeping there tonight, or are you going to go no, there at 4 a.m.? <laughs> I don't have any mattress or anything there, so I'm going to go. I'm going to uh, bring my equipment down now. Hook it up and then go then back I'll in come the back up, eat dinner, go to sleep, get up and drive down in the morning. Sounds good, man. Enjoy it. It'll be good to be commuting again, Jerry. You know what I mean? To get in my car and drive. You can get in your car and drive work. anytime you want. Oh, I guess I have. Right. All right. Warm-up program is next. That was pretty good this morning, if I recall correctly. So. <laughs> It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. All right, here we go. Another day closer to the resumption of baseball or another day closer to nothing. We don't know. We're hoping for the first. Al Dukes, how are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Is that true? We're hoping for what is this now with baseball? I mean, we're hoping to be a day closer to baseball resuming. But Oh, a day again, closer. We might not be. I just thought of something after watching all of these Michael Jordan Bulls documentaries, Jerry. Yeah. I know you're uh, caught up, I believe. You know I how um, right like right before the player introductions or whatever, the, the Bulls would gather around. They'd put all their hands what together. What time is it? Game time. It's game time. <gasps> what if we did this every morning? Uh, me or you, we switch it off. Maybe Eddie every now and then. He'll go like this. What time is it? And then we all go, warm-up show time. You want to try it? Not really. It doesn't hmm. have the same ring to it. No. no well, no. that's because we didn't do it. You're just we're we're breaking it down. If we, uh, we did it, to, we need to call it something else. Uh, warm up show time is warm. Warm show time. Jer- yeah. I would be like this. show time. That was the Lakers. I'd go Jerry. No, they said game time. Oh, I see what you're saying. So if we just if I just went Jerry, what time is it? Show time. We we'd all go show time. Yeah, I all can right, do well, that. Well, let's try that tomorrow. We're all not right, going to discuss it from here on out. I'm not going to explain it tomorrow. Just when you introduce me, I'm going to go, Jerry, what time is it? Me, you, and Eddie will all go, game time. No, showtime, you oh, jackass. Damn it. <laughs> showtime. Showtime. <laughs> I'm going to forget that. You someone's got to text that to me in the morning. I do have a question for you. Yeah. Since you're a big Bruce Springsteen oh, guy. Oh, I'm a big Bruce guy, Jerry. So I Bruce... drive by his house. I'm not sure if I've told you. 
I've heard. So yeah. Bruce, Madonna, Lady Gaga, and other big A-listers yeah. have had their information stolen. Is that right? Including Uh-oh. phone numbers and email correspondence. Oh, Will there be any Al Dukes to Bruce Springsteen emails revealed in this hack job? <laughs> mm. So you're saying if I got a hold of Bruce Springsteen's email address, I might send him a nice the short note. Oh, thank you, Jerry. Thank you for taking me through this journey we call life, Bruce Springsteen. Wait, is that Prince? What? <laughs> yeah. I'm getting confused with all of my uh, rock stars from the MTV era, Jerry. Well, it's early. Hmm, I wonder what is that? Is you think it's like born to run at AOL? <laughs> I don't know. Old school. I would hope not, but you mm. never know. Mm. That's funny. <laughs> I'm always curious, like what celebrities' email addresses are. Sure. You sure. know, you wonder if they use their own name dot com or if they're yeah. Yahoo or the old AOL. Yes, people. right. Like if they have the old ones. Still, like we know people who still use their Madonna address. At earthling.com. <laughs> <laughs> Material girl <laughs> at prodigy.net. That would be funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Jerry. So that's a problem. There's a whole bunch of uh, this entertainment law firm was, wow. uh, had a ransomware attack. Ooh. And we're talking big time celebrities that they have everything, including yeah. uh, private correspondence. Uh, contracts, non-disclosure agreements, wow. phone numbers, uh, really bad. Yeah, I'd be interested in that. <laughs> right, I'm sure you would be. I'd be interested in taking a peek at that, Jerry. I'd love to, I'd love to see people's fi- – Gina always says to me, you're always counting other people's money. That's what yeah, she you're says. You're very interested in that, aren't you? Because <laughs> I'm always like, what do you think this costs? What do you think this person makes? What? Uh, she says, why do you always worry about other people's money? You're interested. I'm just interested. Exactly. I'm not worrying about it. I'm curious, Jerry. Would you find like a child. it incredibly exciting yeah. to be able to open up? You have the choice to open okay. up their checkbook. No, you know why? Because those people, I understand where their money's coming from. I know how much they make per show on tour. and So I would know where, I would expect them to have big money. No, I didn't say a celeb. I'm saying you have the choice to pick oh. people. Oh, It could be anybody. <laughs> Please, yes, I would love to. <laughs> I figured. Oh my gosh! I'd say if you could tell me this. Listen, we have to stay quarantined for another month, where you can't leave your house, not even go to the store, but you get access to everyone's checkbooks just to look. <laughs> You're in. I'd be like, I'm in. <laughs> I would just have paperwork all over a desk. I'd be really delving into things. We'll get we'll get your IRS forms. That's what we'll get. You. Yeah, we'll IRS forms. Returns. I would love that. I would love tax returns of people. <laughs> Jerry, evidently there was a big UFC fight last night. Is this the Glover Teixeira, Anthony Smith one? Yes, Glover Teixeira. First of all, there's the, every time I see that guy's name, I think of Mark Teixeira. Of course you do. You're because on the mark, Teixeira. Teixeira, because there's certain guys' names that you don't expect another guy to have, and Teixeira right. is one of them. Right. But uh, he fought this uh, Anthony Smith fellow. Evidently gave him a, gave him a bit of a beatdown. And I saw clips on uh, Twitter. People were very interested in uh, Anthony Smith, uh, the fighter who was on the receiving end of this Glover Teixeira smackdown, in the corner saying, my teeth are falling out. (laughs) Tough sport, Al. (laughs) Not for you. And they're like not even acknowledging that he's saying my teeth are falling out. Yeah, because they get new teeth. Then I saw a thing. It was like someone was critiquing the UFC and whether they – followed social distancing guidelines 
I mean, you're, they're punching each other in the teeth. <laughs> yeah, I know. Doesn't get much closer than that. Well, I guess the guidelines are just making sure guys aren't sick when they come into the ring. Oh. You know? I mean, I think that's it. You got to make sure that no one's got a fever. No one doesn't feel uh, not right. And then as long as everybody feels okay, you assume they don't have the virus and you presume you resume. Do you think when he said his teeth were falling out, do you think he felt that or that the adrenaline, like do you think he really felt the pain of that or with the adrenaline rush and that's something he's going to wake up today with? I would probably. Well, clearly he felt it because he knew it. Maybe um, they were loose. They were loose. The My question, teeth are loose. Like to me, I wouldn't be so concerned that he's, you know, getting hit hard and the teeth are getting loose. More I'd be worried about them falling out and swallowing them. Oh, I can't swallow your teeth. Right. Um, but I don't know. I mean, that adrenaline rush must be something. I've never been in the ring live like that. I don't know. If you swallow your teeth, the doctors have to... Hmm, how do I say this the right way, Jerry? The doctors have to examine what comes out of you to make sure that you've passed the teeth. That is very true. Yes. Because you don't want you don't want teeth in your Right, we understand. Colon. Uh no, I would think that might rip you up a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. And I your teeth they, don't uh, you're not digesting them. Your teeth don't want to be down there either. They want to be right in your mouth. Yes, that would be the best thing to do. Jerry Joe Buck says that uh, Fox is uh, pretty much a done deal, that if there are going to be no fans in the stands or limited fans in the stands, Joe Buck says Fox will be adding fake crowd noise. Yeah, I'm not surprised by this, actually. Would you say fake crowd sad or you're for it? Here's what I'm for, and I've said this before and I'll say it again. I am for... In between plays, whether it's in between pitches in baseball, whether it is in between snaps in football, and you can do in basketball continuous sound because it's basketball, and that's kind of the way arenas have gone now these days, yeah. especially you go to a Hawks game. They don't stop with the hip-hop music and the different types of things they do while they're playing. So to me, basketball's got no issue at all playing without fans in terms of what it'll sound like to us on the radio or TV. I would still pump in different things in between. I don't know that I would pump in fake crowd noise, though. Hmm. I, you know, is that necessary? I I guess. I don't know. I wouldn't do it. What I did see also was uh, TV networks trying to figure out a way to um, put fake fans in the stands. Ooh. Right, where they would you know, they'd be like images. <laughs> which Superimpose I mean, them in, CGI it's, style? It seems, yes, it seems so goofy, but... That makes a little more sense to me, but I, I don't know. You have to create some atmosphere specifically in the stadium for the players, I think, but also for the viewing experience. I do think that helps. I'd like to be superimposed, make it seem like I'm going to all these games. Just People have tune in. Go, There's owls at this game, too? 50,000 owl faces. <laughs> yeah, 50,000 bald guys watching a Raider game. I'm surprised no one's figured that out yet, how to do that. Yeah. Like to tape a game and then put their mug in every seat that you see yeah and they're in different hats and shirts that would be fun although i ricky ricardo said yesterday i talked to him for a couple minutes yesterday and he said he believes baseball are going to tarp the uh, seats and just have you know advertisements oh. everywhere so Where'd i don't know you... if you're superimposing uh you know fans there but maybe in football where'd you talk to ricky ricardo uh, i did a zoom thing with him yesterday is that right that's right he invited you to a zoom thing well uh, something like that hmm Sounds suspicious. Not suspicious at all. Very nope, suspicious. Nope, 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 Are nope, you play by play guys getting together to was it, plot a out club? Plot out some sort of takeover of the world? No, that's no, there's nothing like that. Coronavirus? Not at all. 
Ricky Ricardo teams with Jerry Recco to take over the sports world. <laughs> now, that would be cool. <laughs> but that is not the case. What an unlikely pairing. We would have never seen you and Ricky Ricardo teaming to attack the world. Uh, yeah, well, you're still not going to. Uh, the Rams, Jerry, continue to be get attacked, <laughs> get attacked by about their uniforms. Yeah. Uh, they revealed their new uniforms that they'll use for their stadium debut. Eric Dickerson, still not a fan. Yeah. And then I also saw Ice Cube also tweeted, and he did. He put the uniform side to side, the the new Rams and the new Chargers. They look the same. Yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem. Eric hopefully, Dickerson, they hopefully they don't wear the same color when they play. Eric Dickerson also said that he thought the, the, the horn on the helmets looked like bananas. <laughs> you don't want that. You want it to be the Ram horn. I do wonder like who they paid and how much they paid to design, to make these new redesigns that are so yeah. terrible. And yeah, by the way, I don't I don't think the uniforms are that bad. I mean, they're what they are. They're not goofy. They're not weird colors. They're fine. The helmets are. Ugh. I like the one. Who is the one that had the really cool uh, helmet design that they're not using? The Bucks. Oh, it was the Bucks? No, I thought it was the Chargers. Oh, the Chargers. Yeah, wasn't it the Chargers or maybe it was the Rams? That it was a former player that put together the new design that everybody liked, but they didn't oh. use. Hmm. Yeah, I'll have to find it for you on the break. I love the Ram uniform. Classic. The classic one, Jerry. The one from the 80s. Yeah, I don't I don't care. I really don't. I, I know you're into these uniforms, and a lot of people are. I don't <laughs> yeah, care. You I don't, want you're the not team interested. to win. Right. You know, does it drive me nuts when the Cowboys will have the, uh, the old throwback uniforms on Thanksgiving once in a while? Yeah. But at the end yeah. of the day, they win or they lose. Right. That's what I care about. I always wonder: think- do, do the players know that they're in different uniforms? Like, of course during they the, do. No, no, no. But during the game, are they conscious of it? No, because but I Jordan. Think when they wa- I do think when they walk into the locker room, they're like, "We're in these things." Right. Because Jordan felt when he was wearing forty-five that he he, he seems to number. feel that. That's a number. That's different. Yeah. That's much much different. That'd be like you wearing number nineteen for years and years and years and years, and all of a sudden, Boomer gives you number forty-four. But in the heat of the game, do I know I'm wearing 44? No. But Jordan seemed to think he did. Well, again, he was 23. Like, he made that something. Like, there's no way Le'Veon Bell, when he would put on that Bumblebee uniform when he was with the Steelers, he was like, oh, my God, look at this thing. That's exactly what he did. Like, why am I putting this on? What are we doing? But then you play, you play. We got to take a quick break. All right. When we come back, we'll probably bore you with more uniform stuff. (laughs) Uh, And then Boomerang Geo at 6 on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got a couple more minutes before we get you to Boomer and Geo. Al, what else you got there on the sheet? You know, we talked about uh, having uh, you know fake fans in the stands for sporting yeah. events and mannequins they're doing in some countries. I saw there's a restaurant in Virginia. Yeah, I don't care th- for this idea. That's going <laughs> to use mannequins to fill seats. And enforce social distancing in their restaurants. Now, it's creepy in one way, yeah. but I do think of this, where there's creepiness, there's opportunity, I guess. Ooh. What about having themed nights oh, at okay. your, with your mannequin? Where you dress them up. Like, you could have, like, you know, uh, some sort of um, a theme where 
the mannequins are like scary, right? Like a, like one of those movies. Um, you could do like a sports theme where they're all in jerseys, and maybe you have the well. I don't know if there'd be games. What about you sexy them? mannequin night? Well, I was gonna say that, but then I don't know what direction you're gonna take it in, right? You could have Madonna there at sixty-one in uh, lingerie, yeah, um, which is out there too. Like I don't know, you could do something to make it dress it up a little bit more. If in fact you have to have so much distance between tables. We should get into the mannequin business because if we're going to have to fill 80,000-seat arenas and 60,000 with mannequins, Jerry, if we were the ones producing these mannequins, right. that would Here, be awesome. Here's the problem. the Me and you, two morons from uh, Monmouth County, yeah. will go into business, make mannequins, and then they'll figure out they don't need mannequins. Right. They'll just superimpose them, and we'll have a warehouse full of mannequins. <laughs> we'll look like a bunch of murderers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, News 12 will come over. Well, and Jerry thought they had a business. Now they've got a warehouse full of mannequins. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> I would bring that to Shark Tank. And you're right, Eddie. Uh, Eddie, Jerry. You're Jerry, right? That uh, Madonna shared some black lingerie photos. Now, there's a couple I saw. She's 61. The one's fine. 61. Don't need the second one. Hmm. I agree? remember, man, when, when that Madonna... Like a Playboy virgin? came out in like 1986 or something. Right. Oof. Now you were you able to get that from your dad and hide it? No, I think my friend oh, Rob was, oh, was that your say. subscription already? No, my friend Rob was a paper boy and he uh, would steal the Playboy out of this one dude's mailbox. Boy, that poor guy. By the way, that's mail. That's like a, probably a federal. 2015 crime. was a big year for the New York Mets. 